switched on to Luca. Luca with the step back three. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> and now introducing the Royalty Podcast. Here's your host, Austin DeBolt. How's it going, guys? Welcome to Royalty Podcast. I'm your host, Austin. I'm here with James and Ty. We had a pretty good show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. This is our first episode, guys. What's up? Glad to be here. Really, really excited to be working with you gentlemen. Yeah, of course. And we're part of the Rise Up Podcast Network. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at RU Podcast Community. Uh, so you guys wanted to introduce yourselves at all? James, you go first. All right. So I am James Lockery. I am the host of the Everything Cavs podcast and now obviously a co-host of Royalty Basketball podcast. Uh, yeah. I am Ty Yeager. I'm from At The Line as well. So I'm now part of Royalty, of, as you can hear. But I'm an avid Spurs fan, big NBA fan, biased towards the Spurs, of course. But I grew up in San Antonio, so I've grown up around basketball and I love it. Yeah, and I'm Austin. You're one of the hosts. And uh, I'm a Kings fan. I used to be a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. I covered this was formerly a Pulse Podcast. Uh, oh, man. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I got tongue tied. Uh, we just cut that part out. Nah, let's go. Let's flow with it. Let's, we're, we're having fun here. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah, we used to be a part of the Pulse Podcast Network, and now we are not. So, this is our first episode out of that, whatever you want to call it, that was kind of a nightmare. But <laughs> this isn't the time or place for that, you know? So, guys, um, let me check our prompt real quick. Your prompter. <laughs> I'm just having- like I said, man. I I I'm just doing this on my phone, so I gotta I gotta cut back to the notes real quick. We got a lot of stuff going on there. Well, NBA is clearly active. It's following the All Star break, so we got a lot of action going on. There's also a lot of stuff we can laugh at too. There has been a lot of fun stuff out there right now. Oh yeah. So I mean, did you guys go ahead? Oh no, you go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to talk about Kemba tonight. What did Kemba He's going do tonight? Off. Go for it, man. Uh, let me check what he ended with. I mean, it's going up against the Rockets. Obviously, it's going to be a tough game. Well, according to this, the Rockets won 118 to 106. Mm-hmm. Kemba went off for 40, Jesus, on 70% shooting? Yeah, Great. that's what I'm saying. Kemba was balling out. I didn't catch. I didn't catch the end of the game, but ten from what I saw, too. he was playing really well. Ah, ten rebounds and seven assists. Yeah, and definitely. So, this is kind of a weird transition. But what are your guys' thoughts on potentially if Kemba stays with the Hornets? What are your thoughts on him winning MVP ever? Because he kept without him, that wouldn't have even been a game. Right. That's the only um, thing that came to my mind. The problem is the the Hornets need to be successful if he's going to be MVP candidate. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, that's so, a good point. So say say the say the Hornets got home court advantage or something, then they would. I think Kemba would be an MVP race. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's the only thing that came to my mind when I was watching that game. I was like, damn, like this is an MVP caliber player. His team is just awful. No, it's trash. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you still slandering Frank Kaminsky? Yeah, Frank Kaminsky sucks, dude. He was the second leading scorer tonight. What do you mean? It's like tonight. At what 15 else points? What the hell are you talking about? 
from the group chat, man. I'm not a Frank Kaminsky fan. I swear he's almost a bust. Oh, he definitely is a bust. And he's just not that good. He's a good commentator, though. No, he wasn't even a good commentator. Oh, what? Yes, he was. <laughs> he was a trash commentator, man. I don't know. I'm not a Frank Kaminsky fan. Uh, but to be fair, I'm also a Arizona basketball fan. Mm. My sister went to U of A, and I'm still kind of salty over their loss to Wisconsin. Ah, uh, so that's where the hate is rooted from. I get, I gotcha. Pretty much, yeah. And a lot of that that loss was largely due to Sam Decker. Mm. Is he still a Cav? I haven't been keeping up with He's you guys' on... roster. Uh, well, you should because we're on the come up. But um, he's on the Wizards now. Oh, okay. It was Number like a team grade. Go ahead. I was going to say Sam Decker, number eight for the Washington Wizards. I think he's injured for the rest of the year, though. <laughs> I was going to say, because we played the Wizards tonight, the Kings mm-hmm. did, in a shitty loss. Yeah, that was... And I didn't see him out there. That's why I was kind of confused. The The last possession was horrible. I don't know what Buddy was doing there, because I was able to flip it on uh, between games. And I was just so confused why that's the shot Buddy decided to, why is, to take. Why is Buddy always responsible for the final possession now? What is up with him in final possessions? Ever since the Detroit game, that's just how it's kind of gone. Gotcha. Because I would trust, like, yeah. Fox or, or Bagley more with the ball than him. He's our shooter, man. He's mm-hmm. up until the Kings. I'm not going to. I can't get into that because the Kings are so frustrating right now. <laughs> Their inexperience is showing, uh, but he's our shooter. I wouldn't really, as a Kings fan, I don't really want the ball in anybody else's hands but his right now for our last shot of the game. That's kind of what my thought process was. Like, I think, obviously, De'Aaron Fox is more dynamic, but I think Buddy, his pull-up packages and whatnot are better from distance. So Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is kind of the facilitator. Right. And Buddy makes it happen. I mean, it's kind of... Exactly. And... A lot of it, our losses tend to fall on Buddy's shoulders because he has the ball mm-hmm. in the last seconds of the game. But I think it was against the Warriors when mm-hmm. he hit that super deep three. Dave Yeager got pissed at him. <laughs> and then because Dave Yeager kind of got pissed at him, I feel like he wasn't confident shooting the three the next possession. And he tried to drive in. Right. And then we lost. And so it's just, it's been frustrating. And I think that I'm starting to question if the Kings are going to make it to the playoffs, man. Mm. I was about to ask. I hate to admit it. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but we're on a we're on a bad streak right now. I mean, we beat the Knicks, but it's the Knicks. Yeah. Hey, we hey, lost to the Wizards hey, we, tonight. We, the Spurs lost to the Knicks. Don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I'll... fair, but it's just I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. We're what like five and a half games behind. Yeah, yeah out of an eight seed. Yeah, and, and you're, seems like a long shot. And you're a former buddy. We both know who it is. Your former buddies at the Spurs are going to miss the playoffs over the Kings. That's a bold statement. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. I'm proud to say say that. Um, I thought that it was going to be the Kings and the Clippers. or Sorry, the Kings and the Spurs and the Clippers were going to miss. The Clippers have become weirdly a scary team. Right. They've been, for trading away their Mm all-star or their future all-star, Tobias Harris, they're playing past expectations for me. I thought that they were trying to tank the rest of the season with this trade, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Landry Sham, it's nice. Who's right? So who's the team that you guys are going to think is just going to have the? Who's more likely to have a collapse? 
of those Western who? the Western Conference playoff teams. Are, are we um, bottom or just in general? The ones that are in the playoffs right now. Okay. Like in the playoffs or on the way to the playoffs? Top eight right now. Top eight. Who's most likely to have a fallen out? A complete collapse that could m- totally miss the playoffs. If I'm they collapse. Super contradict myself right now, but the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> they're the yeah, they're I just hyped them up and all that, but Greg Popovich is not gonna miss the playoffs. Oh hell no. Mm-hmm. Oh hell no. That's my only reasoning that I have, and that's the only real reasoning that I need. It's Greg Popovich. He's one of the greatest NBA coaches ever. And Ooh. yeah, the Clippers are nice and Doc Rivers is nice, but they just yeah, it's the Spurs, man. And I think that the Spurs are gonna cement themselves in there. And I think our shot, if we're gonna take somebody out of the playoffs, would be the as the Kings would be the Clippers. Right. Yeah, I don't I mean it's really between those bottom two seeds that are in danger of falling out, and I don't see the Spurs. I agree with you guys there. Um the Clippers are kinda playing like how the Pacers are right now, you know? They're they don't really have an all star. They're just a bunch of role players that are playing their role exceptionally well and we're all kind of waiting for both teams to drop, but it hasn't really happened yet, which I'm really surprised about. But we'll, you know, we'll see these last, what, like 17 games, see what happens as things start to heat up. Yeah, and as we speak right now, the Clippers are blowing the Celtics out at halftime. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the one team that I was going to say that I see blowing, just completely collapsing is Utah. and they. Yeah, I was going to ask that too. The Jazz were my next conversational piece. Go ahead. I'm so I'm so excited because the Jazz lost and the Spurs took over the sixth seed and the Jazz fell to eighth. Really? And so the Kings are four games out behind the Jazz. So the Kings do have a chance if they really win it out and the Jazz just utterly compl- collapse. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, I agree. And I could see that. The, like I said, in our, I believe around, in, <laughs> around the Pulse, uh, the formally. last... <laughs> yeah, the mm. last like five seeds in the West is completely a toss up. Yep. Like the I'd say five through I still like, say, I still say three through ten seed. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Three through three like, through nine th- really yeah, is three through eight, not nine. Awesome. Because essentially because number five seed is held by Portland as we record this. San Antonio is Two and a half games, yeah, two and a half games out from Portland from the five seed. Three, they're only three games out from the four seed. So if say the Spurs or the Clippers went on a run, and Portland and Oklahoma City decide that they don't want to win a few games, I can see the Clippers and San Antonio taking over home court advantage seed. Yeah, um, the I looked and the Thunder's remaining schedule is really tough, and I know they got a big win tonight, but. Paul George doesn't seem to be, ever since he came back from his injury, something seems to be off. And we all know how inconsistent Russ is on the offensive end. They could mess around and fall and lose home court advantage really easily. The Rockets are surging right now. They passed him in the standings. Dude, the Rockets have a nine-game winning streak going on, man. The Rockets are, yeah, they're the best, second-best team in the West. Yeah. I don't think there's any mistake about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the, the Thunder, they're good. But they just aren't quite there yet. And I don't want Russell Westbrook to hear that or he'll threaten to fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Do you guys see that from the game? I, yeah. I haven't seen that, that yet. Was, I, keep, I, need to, I need to look at it. I can't believe yeah, he it happened. To, he threatened to fuck up some guy and his wife. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. about something. 
but you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's why I said big yikes because that's not a good look for anybody involved in that organization. No, I I, I want to know what the Utah fan said though. Cause yeah, I, I, that's a good. There's a there's a second side to everything. Right. But still, if you caught that, and I would I would bet the league will probably find him or something. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think is going to happen? Let's talk about Serge Ibaka. Okay. Ooh, that was that was something. <laughs> I watched it live. I, it I literally it caught me so off guard. Like my jaw dropped. I. It was the first time I've seen an NBA fight in a while. So it was really, you know, there hasn't shocking. been any major ones since the Rockets and the Lakers in the beginning right, of the season, the year. which was great. Mm-hmm. Fans, that was NBA, so much fun. You, you, how do you not love an NBA fight? Oh, they're the best, <laughs> except for when it goes to Malice in the Palace type of level. Right. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Anything mm-hmm. like Malice at the Palace, no, I don't no. think that's ever happening again. But yeah, so can you? I didn't get to watch that game. Could you fill us in, James, on exactly what happened? Yeah, so um, I believe it's ending the third quarter, and the Cavs are up a pretty decent amount. It's probably around 10 or 12 points. They throw at the end of the court. Um, Marquise Chris and Serge Ibaka lock arms. Uh, Ibaka falls pretty easily, it seems like. Marquise Chris passes by him, you know, probably calls him like a bitch or something. Ibaka doesn't like that, gets up, like, puts his hand around Marquise Chris's throat. Yeah, I saw the that, choke. Um, yeah, and that was wild. Luckily, luckily, both punches missed. No guy got knocked out, but uh, I don't I don't condone cheap shots or, like, coming from behind like that. So, uh, And I just don't like Serge Ibaka in general. I think he's kind of a bitch. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I never really did like him. So I'm a little biased also because I am a Cavs fan. But. Fair enough. Yeah, at least you recognize it. I mm-hmm. think who are you taking in a in a fight? Twelve rounds. Who's got it? Oh, it's oh come on, dude. It's Serge Ibaka. Like he's so okay. Much, thank you. I was gonna say he's, he's so not much a bitch. He's so much bigger than um Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris is a kind of a tweener, honestly. Um, no, what I meant by Serge Ibaka being a bitch, like just the way he acts. I don't like the way he acts. I never have. Okay, fair enough. So that brings me to another question: Is if there was a, who's the champ? If there was a fighting league for the NBA, who's winning it? It's got to be James Johnson, right? Oh no, I'm going to honestly. If I'm going to go based off build, Stephen Adams, because that dude. Yeah, I was going to say Stephen Adams would fuck people up. Okay. <laughs> it's Stephen uh, Adams. I said go James ahead. Johnson because I think what is he a third degree black belt or something like that? I heard the same thing about Nene. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, I heard that as well. I don't know. I never say that dude's name right. Is it Nene or Nene? I think it's Nene. Nene. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I heard he's a black belt as well. Hmm. But Steven Adams is just giant. Yeah. I he, don't know. I <laughs> He could eat punches, honestly. Yeah, he could. So, do you, who do you guys have? Do you think James Harden is a lock for MVP? Go ahead, go ahead Ty. Mm, the way with Paul George not playing as well as he has, but also you got to think of Giannis. Yeah, I, I still. It's not a lock. It's not a lock at all to me. Oh man, I think it's as close to a lock as we're ever gonna get. No, 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 no. Last season it was a lock. This season's no. It's not. It's not well, a lock. I, the way with, he's playing better than last season. But the way that Giannis is playing and has the best team in the league over the Warriors, that's something else. Especially with Giannis being yeah. the really only big name player on that team. 
Oh, I was gonna say, if you take Giannis off the Bucks, the Bucks are still in the playoffs. No. Yeah. Because yeah, Giannis I, Middleton, they, they are gonna. Be, yeah, I I say they're in the playoffs if Giannis isn't on there. No, no, they're, they're in the playoffs, so but they're not. If you take James Harden off the Rockets, the Rockets aren't in the playoffs. Yeah. No. No. Um, I still go my, Giannis. My take. Um, I don't think it's a lock either, just because Giannis has played so well all year, and the Bucks are the number one seed, like Ty said. But I definitely think it's a two-horse race at this point. Paul George not playing well of late. I think has essentially eliminated him from the MVP race. It's, I mean, it's going to be this is going to be a tough vote because I'm I've been on Giannis all year, but James Harden's making it really hard. I mean, he just he's put up numbers all year. He kept the Rockets afloat, and now hell, they might take the two seed in the West after so, being, you know, around the 6-7 spot all year. So, so what if got to give it to him, man. He's but put what, the team on his back. What if the Thunder make a rerun and take over that third seed from the Rockets? Um, With Paul George at the helm. Oof. I still got James Harden, man. He's I, having a historic season. I want to put Paul George just because I like him better than Harden, but I'd probably still have to go Harden, honestly. He's been more consistent and He's the only reason his team is in the playoff right or where they are right now. If they didn't have James Harden, they would be like the 13th seed in the West with all their injuries. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that brings us to our next topic. Kind of, are there is there a threat to the Warriors out of the West? Blazers. The uh, Blazers. The way huh? the way that I've seen the Blazers play the Warriors, I would put some money on them. All right, Charles Barkley. Um, <laughs> wasn't it Charles Barkley that said that they yeah. challenged the Warriors? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, but I don't see them beating the Warriors in no. a series. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they would win, but I'm saying that they oh, can still take them to seven. Team, they can still take them seven. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I could see the same thing. I mean, the Warriors in the games that the Warriors have played against the Kings, we've seen that they can bleed. They just lost to the Suns. Mm-hmm. And to, not to discredit the Suns, because the Suns are slowly putting it together just way too late in the season. Right. Um, I mean, they've almost swept the Bucks, which is odd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that if anybody's going to take the Warriors out of the West, it would be the Rockets. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like it has to be the Rockets. I mean, they're, they're the only team to even make the Warriors sweat last year. Um, and, and it's and, made them sweat this year, too. Right. In Oakland. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I, – I get it. People probably think OKC can knock them off, but I think they can make that series tough, but I don't think it goes more than six. And I I do like the Blazers. I always have had a little soft spot for them since the Brandon Roy days. But um, yeah, honestly, that series is like a five-game series against the Warriors, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think it has to be the Rockets, if anybody – I would agree. And what do you guys think about the Thunder? You think the Thunder got a chance? I think they do. Honestly. I I want to believe in them, but you know, what? yeah. And I, I mean, do. I would love it if anybody came out of the West but the Warriors. Oh, it doesn't yeah. really matter to me at this point. If it was anyone but the Warriors, I would be so happy. But I don't think it's happening, and I think the Warriors are going to win the finals. Mm. I I think this year is definitely going to be a lot different from the the previous two years because I think the Warriors they're going to have a tough a really tough Western Conference Finals and a really tough Finals which I mean they haven't had both in the previous two years so 
I think it's going to really test their... How do I say this? Test their trust in each other and really how bright they can shine in um, in bright moments, you know? For sure. Yeah, I agree. And so we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the quote unquote hottest team in the NBA, just because everyone loves to talk about them, the Lakers. So stay <laughs> tuned for that. <laughs> I'm Ty Yeager, and I want to introduce you to the Rise Up Podcast community, a community for podcasters created by podcasters, dedicated to the promotion and growth of podcasts everywhere. Rise Up is not a network. There are no contracts and no control over your content, just a vessel for you to spread the word of your work and connect with fellow podcasters to collaborate, create, and promote. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a single cent to join the community. Join the Rise Up Podcast community today by visiting our website at bit.ly slash riseuppodcommunity and follow the community on Twitter at rupodcommunity. Again, that's bit.ly slash riseuppodcommunity and at rupodcommunity on Twitter. Come and join the community of podcasts and rise up with us. Rise Up Podcast Community. guy is drunk but there he goes i'm having too much fun with sound effects man oh you're good man hey you got access to him might as well take advantage of it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> kawaii laugh is is always is always timeless forever dude so we were going to talk about the lakers because y- yeah oh. yeah how about the lakers <laughs> sheesh um, it's I'm having a lot of fun with it. That oh, they're I've, I've, so shitty. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good time. I mean, not anything against LeBron. I know James is a big LeBron fan. Yeah. But it's kind of against LeBron a little bit too. <laughs> Just because it's so crazy to me that what I saw something that the last time LeBron didn't make the finals, Instagram and Snapchat weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the two thousand 9-10 season, his last season in Cleveland the first time around, when he took his jersey off in the Boston Tunnel, I think Game 6. Huh. Yeah, that's wild to me. And I feel like it's interesting because no one player should have that much impact on his team, but he does. Mm-hmm. It's basketball. What are you expecting? This is the one sport that, unless it's football, where you can have a game-changing quarterback, but the rest of the team still needs to be there. But whenever you have a player like LeBron who can do shit on both ends, or he will score like a, like a mother effort and block block a Iguodala in a clutch. It's, yeah, it's. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Ty. When you said that, I just got full body chills, dude. Dude, I get chills whenever I watch that. Though, to be honest, right. I get chills. How do you think it is for me, dude. <laughs> there's like there was those sports moments that you will always get chills, even if it's not your team. Mm-hmm. I think that Ray Allen shot gives me chills for the wrong reason, though. Right, yeah, most definitely. As a Spurs fan, fucking Ray Allen. Yeah, I wasn't even a Cavs fan, and it was still pretty wild when that happened. Just I, because, I mean, even if you're not a Warriors fan, I'm guessing that you root against the Warriors. I think that's pretty common, right? Hashtag Unless fuck the I'm Warriors. just jaded, jaded and an asshole. But, <laughs> that's me. You're, you're mean, just explaining me. And so, I just, I don't know. Anytime that the Warriors fall, it's always fun, but... Yeah, back on topic to the Lakers. 
Do, do you guys think they're making the playoffs? What the? F- are you high? I mean, hey, you who have to knows, post the question. man? They're not out of it yet. Yeah, I can't. I can't just say, okay, fuck the Lakers. Next segment. We gotta. We gotta. They are. <laughs> they are. They are eight games out. Yeah, there. There's no chance of it. But I just gotta ask for conversation. Oh, fuck purposes. no. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm leaning towards no as well. Uh, you're you're yeah, leaning. Because, you're leaning. Well, yeah. there has to be there has to be some pushback here. Um, I like you LeBron's know, just never... not gonna give up and show his belly, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he already has. He did it after the All Star break. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was still worried about the Lakers after the All Star break. All right, but Wait. all right. Let's since I've been doing all this LeBron hate. Who? Which one's worse though, the Warriors or LeBron? And just hating, oh. and just hating. In terms of getting hate, or in terms of easy to hate? Easy to hate. Oh, then the Warriors. Yeah. No doubt, I, the Warriors are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, I get that I'm, quote unquote, a hater because they're so damn good. Mm-hmm. But they're they are they're stupid good. That's the reason I feel like they get so much hate is just because they're so. They've, ridiculously stacked. They've also gotten real. They just gotten severely lucky in the years they did win. First mm-hmm. year they did they won whenever twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That was because Cleveland had no one except for LeBron. Because uh, Love went out early in the playoffs and then Kyrie was out with a knee injury, and so LeBron yeah. LeBron was left with an injury team filled team. I've, I've never. I still haven't forgiven Kelly Olynyk, one of my most hated players in the NBA. Um, yeah, our second best player was Matthew Delvadova, and we still took it to six games. So. Delly. Yeah. yeah. Tim- Timothy Mozgov was our third best player. So oh, that should just Christ. give you a little context on how good the rest of that team was. The second time was the, the Cavs did win and a fully healthy team, but people like to say that Draymond going out was a, was a reason they won. I don't think so. Even though I made I used it as my argument against against who had the better better uh, finals. 2014 right, Spurs. Okay. How that poll went, so I don't think we need to re discuss That's a popularity that. contest, but we'll come back. <laughs> 2017 was Kevin Durant was there. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't fair at all. Well, well, also, I mean, that that was the year... Was that the year Kawhi got hurt? Oh, yeah, right? that, that too. I forgot about that. Because yeah, it was... was, was... Your most hated player, Kelly Olenek, probably mm-hmm. a lot of Spurs fans, is Zaza Pachulia. Oh, Zaza should yeah. not be allowed... If you uh, watched the last Pistons game that when the Pistons were at San Antonio, yeah, Zaza got booed bad badly. Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, understand though. But it was super dirty. That's back when like I was still kind of a Spurs fan when that happened. Like, I mean, the Kings weren't really shit at all then, so I was just like, all right, whatever. Through the playoffs, I ride with the Spurs. You know, I liked I like Kawhi Leonard, which is I'm sure bitter for you, Ty. It's bit- uh, It's bitter. <laughs> it's bitter because. We could have we could have fucking won a championship that year. We were one of no, the. No, you really should have. We That's were one of the. We were one of the best that. teams, and we we rode. We beat the. Manu had a beautiful block on on a. James Harden. James Harden. I wish I had the audio clip up, but. Yeah, <laughs> we had a great series against against uh, against the Rockets, and then we would have won. We were up before fucking Kawhi got fucked over by Zaza Pachulia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you guys would have won that series, and you would have. It would have been a good game for the Cavs and the Spurs to yeah, for LeBron tight. to go up against the Spurs in the finals again. 
Yeah, Ty, you would have taken second in the finals again, so. Um, no. <laughs> back on track to the Lakers. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the Lakers. I forgot about that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how forgettable they are this season. That's they true. really are pretty forgettable, and I feel kind of bad because I do kind of have a soft spot for Rondo. Oh, makes sense. Eh. I like Rondo. I don't know. I've always liked Rondo. When I was a kid, I had a poster of Rondo in my room. I never cared for Rondo. Why? But yeah, I had a poster of Rondo in my room. I always thought Rondo was kind of cool. So I feel bad that he's stuck on that team. Um, do you guys see them landing any major keys in the off season? Because they're not going to they're not going to land Kawhi. We already we knew that from last off season. Where because Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't want to play with LeBron. Yeah, he said. I'm pretty sure publicly he went out and said he's. Doesn't want to go to the he, Lakers. He he mm-hmm. didn't he didn't say out publicly. His his uncle probably did. Okay, I was gonna say I heard something about that. Because Kawhi doesn't talk. If you don't remember. Oh, it was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler said he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. And that so that was another person that they were trying to get that they probably won't get. But either. it's all because it's it's LeBron though. It's all that. Yeah, and could you imagine Jimmy Butler and LeBron on the same oh, team? How no, well man. that would go. Kevin Durant, I know he's not would not go at all. He wants his own team. Not even just going back to the Jimmy Butler thing. Not even just the personalities, but their play styles would not Mesh just well. would not work. No, I agree. And then that's even besides the personalities. The personalities, I would love to see it just because LA would completely implode, yeah. even worse than this season. Hashtag Laker implosion. That's yeah, I made that trending. Super fun. I love the Laker implosion. Uh, do you guys see them getting Anthony Davis? Um, nah, they they didn't pull the trigger when they should have. I think that the Pelicans refused to pull the trigger because they offered everything that they possibly could. Mm-hmm. And do you think that I feel like a large part of their success past the trade deadline was because they offered so much and it didn't go through? Hmm. It just tore their locker room apart. Oh, yeah. oh no shit. It, it destroyed the the mentality of the young guys. And, I mean, we, we saw Del Demps, the former Pelicans GM, got fired, what, like two days after the trade deadline? So there was probably feeling in that organization that the Lakers' absolute best offer with their five young players and, what, two or three first-round picks? Yeah. They, pro- they probably wanted to accept that, but Del Demps didn't want to cave and seem like a bitch – to Magic Johnson or something. So but, hold on, I have I have a golden audio drive. If you guys want, do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Foul by Bogdanovich. Two more. Golden State was nine for twenty-one from the field. Previous four before that. Remember when he was on that? It's a LeBron's going to trade you. Shot seventy percent. Yeah, the Brandon Ingram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, it just destroyed their locker room. It it's hard to. I mean, did anybody really expect them after that to come out and play super well oh. when their their organization and like their team leader, who was a lot of these people's kids, probably because they're still young, they probably watched LeBron growing up. Oh yeah, and he wanted them gone. Mm-hmm. That's pretty hardcore, man. That would suck. Yeah, I, I felt like there were only two outcomes: either they were gonna really rally around it and try and prove to LeBron, like, "Yo, we belong," whatever. Then they go on this, you know, they rip off a pretty decent uh, end of the season run and make the playoffs, or they do what they're doing now and just kind of imploded. I mean, injuries have played a huge factor, I think, but that's besides the point. They've just been terrible. Yeah, they really have. And 
it's just I don't know. It's so funny to me that all this has happened. It, everybody always asks me the question, like, did you want as a Kings fan, would you have been happy if LeBron went there? In the beginning of the season, hell yeah, it's LeBron James, man. And I think that if LeBron were to come to the Kings, we would be in the championship talks, man. I think anyone would. Qual- as if it wasn't a how that team is built for the Lakers, any team that has LeBron could be can be a, a playoff contender. No, they really can. I agree, and I don't know what what Le- why did LeBron go to? Can any, does anybody know why LeBron went to LA? Was it just because of money? Did he see something? It like, was, did he think he saw something in this young core? It was lifestyle, dude. Honestly, I know from what I heard, like before he signed, he wasn't putting as much emphasis on the basketball aspect because he felt like he cemented his legacy already. So he, I'm pretty sure he just wanted to live it up in LA and stuff like that. I know he, he said his family played a big role. So I'm guessing his wife probably wanted to move out to LA because let's face it, LA just weather wise and culturally, it's better than Cleveland. Like I love Cleveland. Oh, I sure. Cleveland, but, <laughs> no offense. I mean, they're, LA is like second to none in the United States, so also, I understand L- that. Doesn't LA have some pretty good youth basketball too? Yeah, they have. There have so many good high school teams out there. So it's Bron Junior, probably that too. definitely. His kids played a huge factor this time because they are a little more grown now, so they can actually voice their opinions and it means something. And as much as I would love to be LeBron's kid, I also feel bad for those kids, man. Mm-hmm. However, that's got to be so much pressure, <laughs> especially for Braun Jr. Uh, if that's one you don't. There's like there's multiple reasons you don't name your kid Junior. I I listened to an art yeah. podcast uh, called Even Cry- when that kid gets into the league, think about the like, the comparisons he's gonna have. He's never gonna. I mean, I can't say never, but he's probably not gonna be as good as his dad. Exactly. It's a uh, there's a podcast I listen to called Crime and Sports. If you like c- comedy and sports, it's perfect and crime. Okay, but they. But they interesting have, mix. They have a running gag of that some of their some of the at the uh, criminals, their athletes are named are named Junior. So oh no! So never name your kid Junior. Yeah, fair enough. And then also add um, on also add on but, all those expectations and shit like that. Yeah, it would. I mean, but then again, being born, I mean, he's LeBron's like a billionaire, so <laughs> that's also a nice aspect of it. But so obviously, I would want to be born. LeBron's child. I wouldn't say no to it, but that's got to suck, man. Like throughout his whole career, they're always going to be comparing him to his dad, um, who's compared to Jordan. Which brings me to our next topic: Is LeBron? Can we start talking about him in the goat aspect now? Now that he's past Jordan, I mean, I know this is going to be a sensitive topic for James. <laughs> Ty, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to take it? You go first. <laughs> You go first. All right. So, you know, being able to emotionally detach a little bit. <clears throat> and, you know, I I never, I don't think, ne- none of us got to really watch Jordan play in real time. So, can't really make an objective, you know, an objective decision. LeBron is the best basketball player I've ever watched, and I probably will ever watch. I agree, yeah. But based upon just everything, I say Jordan's just a tad better or like his legacy is a little bit better. I think as an overall player, LeBron's better, but Jordan's legacy is better. And another thing that's unfair, I believe, is we're putting all of LeBron's 
you know his mistakes against Jordan's highlights because that's yeah. really all we can see on YouTube. So, but if you asked me this question like nine months ago, I would have told you LeBron straight up just because he was on the Cavs then. But <laughs> being able to step back from it, I I'd probably give the nod to Jordan to be honest with you. I'd say I'd say Jordan because it's while LeBron is a physical specimen in his own right, but uh, Michael is is went six and zero. Did he go six and zero finals? Yep, I believe so. Yeah, I would add that's a big factor to saying who's better. If you can carry your team to six straight to six zero finals, compared to LeBron, where he went, he's going to eight, he's gone to eight straight finals, but he doesn't have a perfect record though. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. But if you go with that argument, then isn't Bill Russell the greatest of all time? Yeah, that's why. That's why that's I the ring don't... the ring argument loses me there because I mean mm-hmm. Bill Russell's great. He went to like he won eight straight finals. For eleven total, mm-hmm. but it's just that you got to look at I don't know kind of impact more. And to me, the thing that puts Jordan above LeBron mm-hmm. is the amount of time that it took him to get that many points. Mm-hmm. That's the only real argument I feel like you could make. But LeBron and I don't know his legacy's better, and it it sucks for LeBron that he's always going to be compared to Jordan for the rest of his career. Like I sympathize for the dude, but I just when you're being compared to Jordan, that's a good thing, you know? Right. It's good company, obviously. So to me, it's it's getting closer and closer, but Jordan still has it. Right. And, you know, I the finals record obviously is glaring, but I over the past couple of years, I've been able to put up a pretty decent fight, I feel, in the in the talks in LeBron's side. But Mike Jordan's finals opponents haven't been nearly as good as LeBron's opponents have been in the at least in the finals. I think the net rating of all the teams LeBron has faced has been better than the best team Jordan faced, which I think was either the Jazz or the Sonics. I can't remember. But even that Mavericks team in 2011, I think, had a slightly better net rating than the best team Jordan played in the finals. So the same conference competition may not have been as good or as intense, but the finals teams he's played against, I think, have been by wide margin. Uh better and plus the teams also i mean without jordan the bulls still won 55 games without lebron the Cavs, you know won i think they lost 26 games in a row and won like 19 games how the one they're tied for the second worst team in the league so the one the one thing i would give to jordan too is the level of competition that he was going against it was some of the some of the roughest more physical basketball there that there could be Right. I don't know, man. I feel like the skill cap has raised a lot. Yeah, it was more physical, but I feel like players are just better now. Like yet, the general sa- consensus of I, player would probably be. I better. didn't say I didn't say it right with skill, but just the more physicality of how basketball was. Look at the look at the Pistons from the from the early nineties. Oh, that was Pistons, yeah. It's just a t- it's a rough ass team where they're clotheslining Michael Jordan and shit like that. It's it was a tougher. Yeah, it was more physical into game. The paint, you're gonna get fucked up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was just a much more <laughs> so physical it's game. It's a little different, but well, it's... at the same time, there's always that argument, you know, Jordan played against plumbers and mm-hmm. like people who had whatever. But yeah, that's the that's the only argument. I, that's another argument I feel like you give LeBron is that the level of just the skill degree is raised a lot to me. Right. I What frustrates me is when I would have this conversation with like people in my family who got to watch Jordan and, what, and whatnot. Um where they talk about the physicality, they make the physicality seem like the skill 
and it's not. It's just the style of play. And the players nowadays are way better than they were 20 years ago. So I also give that nod. I mean, have we seen scores like Kevin Durant and really James Harden before? No. I, I know Jordan's a great scorer and whatnot, but they're a, just all the different things they have in their bag. It's just we've never seen it before. It's just a different game entirely. It's, yeah, right. It, That's, it, it should be and not. It shouldn't really be considered the GOAT. It should be the GOAT of their generation. Bingo. Yeah, I agree. It's just it's it's too different of a league to compare to me. I mean, obviously you have to, but it's just such a different game now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But but I think the real indication of who the goat's going to be is which Space Jam is going to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. Um, be. You know, I've seen I saw Space Jam once when I was very little, and I haven't seen it since. I don't know if I'm missing out, but it is it holds a up. quality it quality holds film. Up. I dressed up as a part of the. The Toon Squad for Halloween this year, so would recommend. It holds and up. I'm looking forward to the next one. Voice acting is yeah, plus. Be interesting. Is that another reason why LeBron went to LA so he could be closer to the set for that? Oh, Ooh, yes. Conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy. Promise. Well, but who is going to be the Bill Murray to LeBron? Ooh, Kevin Hart calling it. Okay. They're, they're gonna. Could you not see that? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because Kevin Hart's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I could totally see Kevin Hart being the Bill Murray in that movie. True. Not saying he'd be better than Bill Murray. because No, he's you not. Can't, you can't beat Bill Murray. <laughs> right. No, you can't. It's Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray is the is the goat of comedy. Fair enough. Yeah, that's an interesting statement. But comedy, hey, you know, comedy it movies. works for me. <laughs> so uh, for our next segment, this is going to be kind of a heated one. It's who has the best young core let's, in the let's, NBA. Let's tease that, though, because so, we got to go to break. Oh, perfect. All right. So, yeah, young core coming up. What's up? All right. What's up? All right. So, best young pulse or young. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Best young core in the NBA. I just got a notification from one of our groups and it just threw me off. Best young core in the NBA. Ty, you can go first. <laughs> Spurs has to be. And explain you can't just right. throw that out all right so my my two favorite young cores though are the spurs and the mavericks let me start off with the mavericks first because then i'll get to spurs going to be spending a lot more time on that how can you not like luca and christopher Porzingis as your young core how can you not like that no that's a super solid team once chris Epps gets healthy and once we he, can see how he is after he's back from injury yeah, once he gets healthy and then you add in a third piece to that team that's going to be a fun team to watch that's going to be on there for a long time. Plus, also add yeah, on... Yeah, and I mean... Go ahead. Also add on that they have Jalen Brunson, who's been showing off too, Maxi Kleba. These guys... This is a decent team. This team has some really good y- young guys. A lot of potential. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, 
I'm a my second team is the Knicks, man. So when Chris Stapps left us, it was so heartbreaking. Left you guys? I thought you were a Kings fan. <laughs> I'm a. I said my second team is my Eastern Conference team is the Knicks, man. Right. We've gone over this. I'm right. a huge Mellow fan. Before oh. Mellow. All right. We don't need to get into this. All right. So so hold on. So hold on. Since we're saying our because I think this would be a good time for us to say what our second team is. So your second team is the Knicks for the for your Eastern Conference team. Uh, James, yeah. what is your Western Conference team you cheer for? Since you're a Cavs fan, I'm honestly I've told Royal to this. I am a Kings fan. They're my second team. I, hey. I really like De'Aaron Fox, and yeah, my second team is the Celtics because I like that young core, and over in Boston. Okay, and but plus, they aren't better than their young core isn't better than the, the Cavs or the Spurs. I'm saying for future. I'm me. saying for the future, like in the next two three years. Okay, so not super young core, just their next couple years. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. My, but my set, besides, because I like the Mavs too, but my other my other team that I cheer for that's in the West is is the Blazers. Okay, fair enough. So it's like my top four teams are Spurs, uh, Blazers, Celtics, and Mavs. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. So Spurs, young core. Why? Why? <laughs> Two guys, only two names you need to know: Dejounte Murray and Derek White, baby. Okay, Dejounte Murray. When was the last game that he played? He played. <laughs> all right, hold up, hold up, hold the fuck up. So, one, Dejounte Murray, as a second-year player, was on the second second All NBA defensive team. That's one of a first for a guy at his age. I think he's. I think he is one of the youngest guys to ever have that. Be on all NBA defensive team. The dude's also really, really talented, and he has a drive. If you follow him on any of his social media, this dude is working his ass off, and he is fucking motivated. He has a fire lit in him, and you cannot. And it's no, like, I'm not. I'm not bashing on Dejounte Murray. I'm oh, just yeah. giving you shade. He's a University of Washington guy, so I gotta hype him up. Hmm. He balls out. He's nice. All right. I was just giving you a hard time, but, but so what this, was your other name? Derek White. So if you don't okay. know who, don't know who Derek White is because he's he's a second year player now, and did he come, did he come from the D League? Yes, he came from the G League. G League. I was going to say Pop loves Pop loves his D League so, and G League players. Derek White was originally a this dude was really undersized. He didn't get picked up by a Division One team coming out of high school. He went to some culinary school in in Colorado. And, oh, interesting. And whenever he he played really well on that team, he really developed. And then the coach of that school went over to, uh, I want to say, the University of Colorado. And so he brought Derek White with him. And Derek White shined, played all four years in college, and then got drafted by the Spurs in, I want to say, the 29th pick. And his first season, there's a whole there's a whole pattern. DeJounte went through the same thing where the whole first season was majority in the G League developing. This year, he was going to be the backup behind DeJounte, but DeJounte went down. And Derek White had to kind of take the helm. And Derek White has been the MVP for this team. Just because not DeMar, DeMar and LaMarcus are more skilled than Derek, but Derek has been that glue that's been holding the team. This team is not good defensive, defensively at all unless Derek White is on that floor. Derek White Which is, is kind a, of a reversal from the last oh, couple seasons for the Spurs. This is a very first. The Spurs have always been a top five defense in the league, except for this year. And it's because we the Spurs have lost so many damn players between Kawhi, Danny Green, a lot of Kyle Anderson, a lot, a lot of defensive guys. But 
Derek White has been a defensive glue. He's also just a good all-around guy. He has a high IQ. No, he's a really good playmaker. Dude can still shoot, still dish the ball out, but also be really smart on defense. And it's been the glue holding this team together to where they are going to be a playoff team. Okay, fair enough. And James, so, you want to go next? Oh, and so uh, yeah. So I'll so I'll state. Well, obviously my team is the Cavs, so I say they have the best young core. Um, How dare you? I do like the Kings, but I'm going to be arguing against them, so I'm not going to mention that. Um, also, <laughs> I really like the Hawks. You're prepared for this, man. Well, yeah, of course. I feel like I didn't do my homework well enough. <laughs> well, I, I really do like the Hawks' young core. I think John Collins is most improved player candidate, even though I don't think you should be eligible for most improved from your rookie year to your second year. But that's a whole another topic for a whole another debate. Um, and Trey Young, I mean, he's since the All Star break, he's been killing it, man. Uh, I no, he really guy, has. He's a guy I really wanted to fall to the Cavs because he has such uh, boomer bust potential. I think he was really the only chance we had at keeping LeBron. Like if we had any of the rookies to get, I think it was either him or Luca would have m- more so persuaded LeBron to stay, but. You know, that didn't happen. I'm happy that Trey Young's doing well because I was a believer in him from the start. Um, okay, now getting in to the Cavs. So I'm starting off with Colin, Mr. Colin Sexton, um, who had 29 tonight, and then he had 27 a couple nights ago. So I don't know what De'Aaron Fox has done in the last two games, but uh, just saying Colin Ooh. Sexton is pretty good. Um, Colin Sexton, shout out to my man Sexton Mentality on Twitter. Colin Sexton will be the first rookie since Kyrie Irving, another Cavs rookie, since 2011-2012 to reach 15-plus points a game, 40% from the field, 38% from three, and 80% from the free throw line. So even on a bad team, he's still been putting up numbers. He's really been the, I don't want to say the most consistent scorer on this team because that's been Jordan Clarkson in the stretch where Kevin Love was out because they're two completely different teams. I don't think you could compare it, but for being a rookie and playing that point guard position. I think he's honestly exceeded my expectations. I didn't really expect this, especially from the three point line. He's shooting, I think 39% from three now, and it's only on like three attempts a game. So it's kind of a smaller sample size, but I expected like 31, 32% to be honest with you. His assist numbers aren't there yet, but I have faith that those will jump and universally love Jetty Osmond. I mean, who doesn't love, Jetty. I mean, it, he's just such a likable guy. I think he's putting up 13 or so points a game. And since Kevin Love's been back, he's been great as well. I think he's shooting around like 47, 48% from three in his last like 70, 80 attempts. So he's been on quite a hot streak. And whoever, you know, whoever we end up drafting, I put them in the young oh, We're court. talking about young core on your team right now. Well, you can't be because your team's in the bottom of the garbage Eastern Conference. You can't be throwing in Zion into your young core. Yeah, I can't. Man. Whoa, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. That's part of the young core. No, 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 no. You, no, you don't know. You don't know who it is yet, though. You can't. Well, I can make not it. On I don't care team. who it is. It's also, still be better than both of your teams. Young whoa, core. whoa, whoa! Hold up, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> hold up. You're. So you're telling me that Colin Sexton and let's say R.J. Barrett are going to be better than DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Der- also, both of those are going to be three. DeJounte's going to be a fourth-year player, and Derek's going to be a three-year player. 
compared to a rookie and a second-year player? Well, one, yes, and two, the Spurs have, out of these three teams, the Spurs have by far the worst young core. So well, I just got to... Well, hold, <laughs> hold up, hold up. What the fuck do you mean, young worst young core? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm nicer than that. I mean, out of if you ha- if I got a draft of all of the young players on our team, I'm pretty sure I'd go with the Spurs. Well, I like Dejounte Murray, but Derek White would probably be my last pick. You're you're yeah, un- you're underrated, Derek White, though, and Derek White's gonna do really well for you. I I understand he's he's pretty good, but I don't see him being like anything more than a decent starter in the league i think that's probably his potential so i mean i don't watch him on a regular basis like you do but he, just of what i've seen i don't i don't really see all-star caliber there he, i don't Ooh. <laughs> he may not be an all-star but he's gonna be all nba type player it's all-stars don't fucking care, matter but it matters in the end if it, if if you're on an all nba team so are we saying like what all NBA third team defense? <laughs> I don't think there is a third deep defensive team. Is oh, there? so he's not even going to be on the all NBA no, team. Right? Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, your team's not going to make the playoffs for the next like ten years. We're going to make it next year, so bro. And once, once dude, you're not going to win a fucking championship for another fifty years. It's a city. <laughs> Whoa! All right, let me go. All right, damn. All right, all right, all right. yeah, yeah. How how many championships does Cleveland have? Um. Well, are we talking? How many how many championships when? does team as a city do you do you guys have in the past? Let's say six decades. Six decades. Hey, that's not fair because you guys just have a basketball team, and our basketball <laughs> team has fucking five championships in the past maybe tw- oh, two decades. On, I will say, even though I'm not a Browns fan. They the Browns are on the come up for the next like fifteen years. Oh yeah, They're the, on Brown, the, come up. the Browns could be good, but again, Cleveland. How many championships do they have in the past? Past uh, however however long the Browns have been around. I mean, the Browns the, they ran the the league before Super Bowls became a thing. So. Didn't Cleveland just win it? Didn't like the Indians just go pretty far in the MLB? They made the World Series a couple the same year the Cavs. One, the Indians went to the World Series, and the Indians blew a 3-1 lead, so it was kind of payback or, like, karma. Yeah, um, I don't follow baseball. And then <laughs> they made it last year, or two years ago, when they, like that. they were up 2-0 on the Yankees and lost three straight. Yeah, it's because the Yankees are the best, man. I don't so follow baseball, but I like the Yankees. And then they lost, I think, last year in the playoffs. So I, they missed their championship window, but this isn't a baseball discussion. Um yeah, Cavs have the best young core. Go ahead, Austin. All right, you got to follow Since up. Since you guys were bringing talk. up draft picks, all that, we don't even we don't have one, and we need one, man. We got De'Aaron Fox, we got Buddy Heald, we got Marvin Bagley, we got Harry Giles, we got Bogey. I mean, our whole team is a young core, except for old ass Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is like twenty six. He's older. He's not 20. He's like 27, 28. Harrison Barnes is trash, but go on. He's 26. The dude's 26. Okay. All right. Harrison Barnes is a solid player, and I'm happy to have him on our team. But Glad you're happy. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I'm happy with him, man. Didn't he beat the Cavs in the finals at one point? I think the 2015 year. Yeah, he was on 2015 before that. They won... 
they blew the 3-1 lead. I attribute a lot of Yeah, it was mainly Harrison Barnes. I know that. Yeah, because he shot like 6% from three the entire series. They were just leaving him open. So I hate him because he kind of sucks. But he the Kings, best on, young core in the NBA because we have Marvin Bagley, who's the future greatest player in the league. Oh, oh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. whoa! Hold up, hold up! Oh no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was. I don't really have a say in that one. He's 18 years old. 19 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's gonna be running the league, man. He's already borderline averaging a double double. He, okay. he's the future, man. Tell the me he's not. The future of what? Like the future <laughs> of the NBA. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the WNBA. My fault. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, and I'm gonna say it right now that the Kings are winning 2021 NBA champs. <laughs> that sucks. That. That's the year they're gonna lose the Cavs in the finals. That's wild too. The guy is oh broke, what? We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose to Colin Sexton and his whack ass rat tail. Dude, that's you can't tell me that's not wavy, dude. Second wavy. That's the furthest thing the from wavy. Second waviest dude in the league behind <laughs> Kelly Oubre. We can both agree on oh that. Kelly Oubre is yeah, my MCM every day, man. <laughs> Kelly Oubre is hot. We can all agree. Kelly Oubre is hot. That's but weird. Colin Sexton's rat tail is whack. It gives him superpowers, dude. He's the fastest guy on the court. No, he's he is not faster than De'Aaron Fox. Ah, I don't know about that one, dog. No, De'Aaron Fox is the fastest player in the league. He took that title from John Wall, and he will hold it until he retires. Have you seen Kevin Love move? I don't think you have. <laughs> and hold on, uh, Harry Giles. No, he has knees that are made out of spaghetti noodles. He doesn't count. What he about Harry Giles? Giles. He, he has knees that are made out of spaghetti noodles. What? How? Count. How? He's so injury prone. No, he's going to be just wait. He's going to be fire. He's already nice. He's going to be so he's a future all-star too. So when he plays like 32 games a year, let me know how it goes. <laughs> My honorable mention would be the Hawks just because the duo of John Collins and Trey Young is way too nice. They're they're very good. Would you guys say that Trey Young, people are bringing him up back up in the rookie of the year race because not, of how he's been He's playing. not winning rookie of the year. He can't. I don't know, man. You know, I Luca's, Luca's hype is kind of calmed down, and people are noticing Trey Young's been balling out. But Trey mm-hmm. Young is also not going to be making the playoffs either. Okay, well, I think Luca we, isn't either. I I think a lot of people. <laughs> I said I said yeah. either, as meaning they're okay, both not enough. making it. I think a lot of people have accepted that young players aren't going to win you big time games. At that point, you just have to establish you're a star. And I see where people are coming from with the Trey Young aspect, but Luca's been doing it all year. Trey Young hasn't been doing it all year. He caught fire since the All Star break, and he was playing well the last couple games leading up to it. But at one point, he was shooting like twenty four percent from three. Like that's not Rookie of the Year. I'm sorry. Like Luca's, he's made such an impact. And before they blew up their team, they were somewhat in the playoff race. I mean, I mean, they, what were they, around 10 or 11 seed? So I feel like Luca's had this locked up, and I don't think it's a huge discussion. Plus, Luca's making historical numbers anyway. Right. He's putting up, what, 26 and 6 as a rookie? That's crazy. I was just bringing it up as a conversational piece. I think Luca's <laughs> going to win. 
but I think that Trey Young deserves to be noted as second in the race. I agree. And I think third would be DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre I think if Marvin Bagley would have been healthy all season, it would have been Marvin Bagley in first. Uh, well, that seems a little biased, but I do, <laughs> I do think Marvin Bag- Bagley would probably be top three. And I think if Jaron Jackson Jr. didn't get hurt, he'd be kind of in the discussion too. Jaron Jackson Jr. is so nice. Five. I'm just saying. He's definitely no. <laughs> But so who's, right. who's winning a championship Real first, quick. though? Okay, fair enough. Real quick, I just got a little update. Apparently what the heckler said to Russell Westbrook was, get down on your knees like you're used to. Oh. Damn. And that, that made Russell Westbrook. And apparently the heckler said he didn't say anything, but uh, other people on the team were like, he was saying, quote, unquote, horrendous things to Russ. Mm-hmm. And that's why Russ said that he was going to fuck him and his wife up. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. There's some dimensions to it. It is getting talked about. There probably will be a fine, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's going to go any further than that. Mm-mm. Over Man. under on a Ibaka's suspension, though. Yeah, I think Ibaka's got a suspension. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would because he totally instigated that too. He totally instigated the whole fight. Like there wouldn't have been a fight if it wasn't for him. So the league's gonna look at that, and I bet he gets like a, probably not a major suspension. I would guess one to two games. Honestly, well, wait, are we talking Ibaka here? Yeah, yeah. I. I saw since he's like a repeat offender, it might be closer to three to five. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what the league office will do? I don't think it's going to be that long. Personally. I, I Maybe because of the repeat offender thing, but, you know, I don't know. You guys have as good of an idea as I do. I don't I'm not a <laughs> league executive. How dare you not be a league executive? You should play more my GM. Oh, I play a lot. I'm the... Probably the best rebuilder in the community. So, I don't really rebuild. I I did lead uh, the Trailblazers to like ten straight final championships. You know, yeah, it's, it's the last two K game I had was seventeen. Say it's Ty. It's probably pretty easy when you play on the rookie. But oh, Ooh. <laughs> Rah. what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like sports games are kind of repetitive. They oh are. yeah, they're just the they same are. recycled garbage. And they're just reskinned, pretty much. That's why you win them in giveaways. With a little bit better graphics, but yeah, I'm not a big sports guy or sports game guy. <laughs> so, Man, all right, so all you're right. not you're not a big sports guy. So guess yeah, what, what gonna, the fuck's this podcast then? That one down for a while. <laughs> Say what? I'm not a big sports game guy, but they're just they're interesting to me. Like I said, the last one I had was 17. I didn't really play much my GM. I mainly played my career. Se- like I was on the Celtics, so I'm kind of biased. 17. Hmm. My career is pretty is pretty damn good. I was this. Yeah, no, it was. I played the prelude in nineteen, and I was like, "Wow, this is whack." <laughs> right, no, seven, eighteen was whack. I actually do like nineteen, just based on how I built my character and shit. But mm-hmm. in two K seventeen, my main my main go to was a point guard that could steal the like fucking crazy and shoot the three ball like that. Mm-hmm. So when you guys play these games, just a real quick out of curiosity, do you make them close to like you in terms of appearance, or do you make them? A monster, because I make my guy as ugly and weird looking as possible. I make my look as cool as I want him to. I was gonna say I, I pretty much try and make my character what I think I would look like if I was a premier athlete. So, 
And also, I have to say this, whenever I play my career, I pick number zero because that's the amount of people that can that can guard me. So Ooh. I always pick number 17 because that's just my favorite number. All right, but what I'll put a picture of my guy into the group chat but, after this. But what uh, my guy's super funny what, looking. So what position and the type of player do you do you guys play as though? Uh I mean I'm usually a shooting guard in those games. Um in the past I either make a point guard or like a six eight small forward who can dunk over everyone. I, it really just depends what I'm feeling. I love doing a power a good athletic power forward that can score inside and that can rim run too. Cause I love I love posting up on people because it's because it's pretty easy to score on people, especially if you do post moves correctly. So, in if you guys are playing like basketball in real life, what position do you guys kind of identify as? Shooting guard. And who? And what player would you compare yourself to? Shooting guard, Manu Ginobili. Um, oh, you guys I... are. <laughs> okay, we'll say one that we want to be like, and one that's an accurate. Comparison. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But... Well, I, I say I say mine's more like Manu because sometimes I I get pesky on defense with people, but also I'm just the one that. I can I tend to do three and D at times, but I can also do some pretty good fast breaks. Um, so I I mean I can kind of play everywhere, but I I'm more of a wing player I'd say. Um, I'm wait, like wait if Kirk it. Heinrich had the sauce of Jordan Clarkson, realistically. <laughs> um, oh, I, I was waiting, I was waiting for you with that one with that one. Oh no, uh, I'm gonna say it because the other day <laughs> I was playing two on two, and I had. Two threes in a row, and I hit a step back three to win. And someone said I played like Luca, so that was like best compliment. That wasn't ever. a few days ago. That was like weeks ago. You can't. That was say- like two weeks ago. All right. <laughs> I, I will say. I will say there. There was one moment though, because I'm the place I play at. It's just like I tend to be the only white boy there is. Also, I'm mm. the short. I'm like the smaller guy because I'm just kind of scrawny and skinny at like five eleven, while all these guys are like six foot and taller. There was this one. This one guy that kept kept trash talking me and called me white boy and shit like that, and. <laughs> And uh, I think it was at game point. I take a I take a three, cross him up a bit, take a step back, leaning back, and swish it right over him. It was okay. the hey, proudest go, moment man. I had. So myself personally, I kind of play like a small forward. If I had to make a the comparison that I want to be, is mellow with the Nuggets or Knicks? <laughs> Fucking mellow again. I, the, that's because, dude. I play. I'm. I play like him. I don't play much defense. I'm just a lazy shooter, sometimes, sometimes slasher. Where I'm actually probably at is like if Paul Pierce were to go play right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best comparison. Uh, and for my accolade, literally played last night, had nine points in a game to eleven. Nice. Yeah, I was. I when I heat up from three, it gets going. We aren't going to talk about the next two games because <laughs> I was tired, all right? Have you have sure. you guys seen the video where it's uh it's the guy doing it has the uh like ESPN NBA music but it's them walking to intramurals? Yeah, I did yeah, I, I retweeted that, that cuz that's how I am when I go to the gym, bro. Dun, 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 I, uh, <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I do want to throw in a little trash talk. Um two guys at, you know, the loyal Dick Sporting Goods where I work at. You guys still can't guard me like Josh <laughs> Josh and Dakota, y'all, my bag is too big for you guys. Like, just, I, I don't want to see, I don't want you guys get embarrassed. So, just want to throw it out there, call you out. So, you know. <laughs> well, there you go, Josh and Dakota.
the challenge is on the table. All right, I, all right, that's like that's all the topics that I had. Is there anything you guys? Want I don't to have talk anything about? else. We no, said- I I said all my piece. I'm pretty sure I convinced that the Cavs have the best young core, but. All right, you guys want to plug your uh, your other podcast you got going? James, you go. All right, so I am the host of the Everything Cavaliers podcast. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Everything Cavs. And you can also follow me on my personal Twitter at James underscore Lockery7. And you spell that L-A-U-G-H-E-R-Y. Uh, you can find my podcast at The Line, at, at The Line Pod. We co- cover Spurs and just, just some NBA stuff. You can find my personal Twitter at Ty Yeager Radio. That's Ty J A G E R, just like the alcohol radio. <laughs> and I'm your one of your hosts, Austin DeBolt. You can find my personal Twitter at Austin DeBolt Seven A U S T I N D E B O L T Seven. And that'll do it for us. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Royalty Basketball.